Hey you, welcome to the Impactful Life Podcast. I'm Jan Ditchfield, award-winning social entrepreneur, online educator, purpose-driven business expert, and mom to a feisty girl boss in the making. Are you looking to make an impact on the world around you and create a life that lights you up, but you don't know the steps to take to get started? Trying to navigate the path to live the life you were meant to have isn't an easy journey, but it's a journey you were destined for. Each week, I sit down to share strategies, inspiration, and tips to help you develop the confidence to turn what matters to you into a business with purpose so you can make a massive impact on the world around you. If you're a first-time female entrepreneur who is looking to understand how to create a business and life of impact, then this is the podcast for you. Ready? Let's do this. Hey, you, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm gearing up to open up doors to the Business Idea Bootcamp, which is my free 30-day Kickstarter for creative and passionate female entrepreneurs in the making. And I always get really excited when I get to do my boot camps because it gives me the chance to really connect with new entrepreneurs, um, new business owners, people who are thinking about starting a business and they have an idea and they're not too sure what to do. And I get to sit down and talk about those eight critical decisions that you need to be making in order to get you from spark to launch. So taking that beautiful little nugget you have and turning it into something that's going to make you money. And along the way, um, because I have so many businesses that come in that are already established, I start seeing common things that people are doing that I'm like, oh, those are those early startup missteps. And I don't want to call them mistakes because they're not mistakes. They're just missteps. And I've made them. That's why I see them. Like I see them and I'm like, oh, I did that too. Don't do that. Let's correct that. So I thought today I'd talk a little bit about those five things and give you a chance to kind of think about what you're doing in your business. And if you're actually applying any of these, and if you are, it gives you a chance to kind of course correct before you come into the boot camp, or if you're thinking about coming into the boot camp, or if you're just listening and you're like, oops, I am doing that. Uh, thanks, Jan. That was enough of a help for me. So let's dig into this a little bit. So number one, and I talk about this all the time. If you've listened to my podcast at all or caught any training I've ever done, this is my number one thing I talk about and I will always talk about it. The number one misstep that all new business owners make at some point is not solving a real problem that your customers are facing. So we start businesses because we're passionate about what we're doing. We start it because we believe in ourselves. We start it because we love what it is that we have and what we want to try to get it out to the market. But we never take the time to actually sit down and look and say, does what I sell make a difference in someone's life beyond my own? And that is a biggie. And I I did it. Like I did it in the early days too, where I was gung-ho and I was out there blazing away, being like, I got this great idea and everyone's going to love it. And then I was like, nobody loves it as much as me. And I needed to figure out how to fix that and course correct correct to get to that edge where I was actually serving people's needs every single day in my business because I understood the problem they were facing and I solved that problem through what it was that I did in my business. So I really invite you to sit down and look at that in your own business. Are you starting a business because you're passionate about it, because you care about it, 
Or are you solving a business because you see a real need in the market that either someone has a challenge or a pain point or a desire uh, that they have for something in their life and you are the person who can make a difference in their lives. You're the person who can solve that. You're the person who can bring them the stuff they really want. You're the person who can make the pain go away. You're the person who can like, you know, help to fix the challenge. That is the number one thing you need to be thinking about in your business before you think about anything else. It doesn't matter at all how great you are at social media. It doesn't matter how beautiful your brand is. It doesn't matter what prices are. It Nothing else matters if you aren't actually solving someone's problem because you'll never never be able to scale a business that you start for yourself. You need to scale a business that you started for your customers. So always flip it and look at it in the other direction. The second thing I see people do a lot of, and I did a reel about this not that long ago. So if you, you watch my reels, you can go back and check it out, is that people start off their businesses without getting a professional email address in place. And we tend to use things like, you know, Gmail addresses. So it'll be like your business at gmail.com. And this is a misstep. Like this is something not to do. And if you're doing it right now, I'm going to say to you, invest in buying a professional domain. You need one because what happens when people get something from a business with a Gmail address attached to it is you, people go, is this legit? Like, is this a real business? And they start to question you. And when they start questioning, they start to close up their wallets. And the minute people get something in their head where they feel a little bit suspicious about what you're doing and whether it's a legitimate business or not, you've lost your sale. You have lost your sale immediately. And whether you actually know what's happening or not, I guarantee it's happening to you if you're using a Gmail address. You need to invest in one that's actually branded to the domain that's the same as what it is that you use on your website. And I know we always try to find ways to cut corners and we try to find ways to start businesses on the cheap. And I'm super cheap in my business. Like I will fully admit, I am uber cheap and lean when it comes to starting business. But this isn't one of those places where you should be trying to save money. This is one of the things that should be in your budget lines. You need a professional address because again, with that, having that generic email address that's associated with what it is you're doing, it loses credibility. You don't look like you're professional. It causes people to be suspicious and that means you're going to lose money. So invest in it. Take the time to invest in it. And it, you know, it's super, there's not that expensive. Like you can run one through like the G Suite, you know, business um, apps that they have. That's what I run mine through. It's all done through the business side of Gmail, but it has my domain on it and it's not expensive. So take the time to look at that, put it into your budget because I guarantee it's one of those things that's really going to make a difference moving forward and making your business look like what you know your business is legitimate. Number three, and this is another biggie I've talked about a lot, is not niching from the start. And there's so much talk out there right now. Like I sometimes feel like Instagram is like the place where like every person who thinks they know how to run a business has suddenly found their platform and they're dishing out advice left, right, and center. And one of the things I see now is don't niche. You don't need to niche. You don't need to niche. And I'm like, oh, but that actually is their niche. Like them telling you, you don't need to niche in your business 
is their niche. They're doing that because they've targeted people who don't want to have to do the work of trying to figure out who their ideal person is and who don't want to do the work to try to figure out like what is that one thing that you actually sell and you're really, really good at. So by them saying, you don't need to do this, they are niching on your lack of niching, if that makes any sense. But that's what it is. You need to niche. You have to do it in your business. You need to stop thinking about life as that giant Shit's Creek menu and your business is just there to serve anybody and everything. And you're the Jill of all trades and you're leaning into like, you know, someone says, can you do this? You're like, I can do this. And tomorrow you can do that. And today I can do this some more. Stop saying yes to everything. Start saying no to things and just focusing on the stuff in your business that you're exceptionally good at and grow that one revenue line. Because when we try to be everything to all people all the time and we focus on, you know, having like this gigantic array of things that we sell, we get completely lost in the market because you just look like everybody else. You are suddenly beige and a sea of people who are looking for hot pink. So stop being beige in your business. The best thing to do right from the start is to figure out who that one ideal person is that you're here to serve. Like your dream person. Don't just be like ideal, but your dream person. Who are you here to serve? What is their name? What are their problems? What are their challenges? What are the things in their life that you can solve for them, that you can make better? The things that make them tick that you understand and you're in their head. That is the success. That's the piece that's going to really tip you over in being able to grow your business and increase your revenue is when you understand who that person is, you can understand how to serve them, how to message to them, how to market to them, how to make your offer align directly to solving whatever it is they're looking for. It's the piece of the puzzle that is going to blow your business up. So when you spend all that time saying, you know, I don't really need to narrow myself down. I can just be here to serve anyone. You're holding back your potential when you do that. And you're holding back your money and your ability to scale your business. And anyone who says like you're going to leave money on the table if you niche, it's not true. You will not. You will increase your revenues tenfold when you get really good at serving that one person and you get really good at understanding that one thing that you do. In my own business, I went all in on my program. Like I said no to everything else. I stopped doing all the side work I was doing. I stopped teaching at the college. I stopped doing resume writing. I stopped pulling all of those things out of my business that were taking time away from what I really knew was the thing that I excelled at, which is my program. And when I went into leaning in on that, it blew up my business. Like it was the piece that really I was like, there it is. And I did it before as well with my past business. When I niched down on saying like, we're not here to serve all people. We're here to serve one specific type of person. It blew that business up again because it put me on the map as being an expert and a thought leader in my space. And that's exactly what you want to do in your own business. You don't want to be generic Jane. You want to be like genius Jane. You want to be the person that is the knower of all things in your space and people come to you and pay you for it so they can learn from you. So niche. Don't listen to the ones who are telling you not to. You need to do it. It's going to make such a difference for you. 
And then while you're niching, the thing I want to make sure you've also spent time doing that a lot of people step over is not validating what you're selling before you take it to the market. A lot of us, again, lean into this. So we go out and we're like, I'm starting the business and I'm out here and ta-da, I've launched my business. Uh, Launching is another one that would make it on my list, but I think I'll do a full episode about that and how to launch properly. But you throw it on Instagram and you're like, look at me, I'm here. And your friends buy from you and your mom and your dad might buy from you and maybe your siblings might buy from you. And then it's crickets after that. And the reason why is because you didn't take the time to actually go to your ideal market, your ideal person, your dream person, and ask them, do you need my solution? Would you pay me for this? Does this make sense? Do you want this? Because the odds are they're going to say yes or no. Like they're going to tell you outright. If you come out and they're like, nah, don't really need that, but thanks. And they're your ideal person and you've done all of this thinking about it and you try to launch that, no one's going to buy it. Like who's going to buy it? If your dream person's telling you they're not going to pay for it and they don't want it, don't start that business. Just don't do it. Instead, go back fix your offer, take the feedback you're getting from validating, from like from asking people for their thoughts and tweak what you're doing so that you can serve them with the right offer. And you can validate in a billion of different ways. Like it doesn't have to be complicated. You can do a really easy survey and just ask people like four really good questions of, you know, this is what I'm thinking. Would you pay for it? Do you like it? You know, looking at it that way. You can do something where you can put a post up on uh, social media and ask people for a poll if they'll fill it out. You can do a poll in your stories on Instagram. When my students, they all learn this within the program and they have to validate um, within their business. It's a big part of what I teach. And they do it with surveys that are done on Zoom. So they do face-to-face conversations and they have set of questions that that are written out and they're very specific questions that they're asking and they're getting that specific feedback from it so that they can fix the things in their offer before they launch it. So take the time when you have an idea to ask the people who you really want to work with, would you pay me for this? And if they say no, don't run with it. Go back and fix it. Because I guarantee you, if they say no, then you're going to have a whole lot of more no's than you are yeses. And there's only so much money you can make off of friends and family. At some point, you need, if you want to scale it, you want to blow it up, you have to be selling to people you don't know. So spend the time getting their feedback and don't just lean into what your best friend and your mom say. They're always going to love you, but they're not the ones who are going to pay your bills. You need the other people to do it. So validate, validate, validate. And lastly, and this is a biggie too, using the wrong domain or a URL that no one is going to remember. And I see it happen again. I can, it's one of those ones I, I get my eye catches certain things when I see new businesses launch and I'm like, ah, you should have thought about that domain before you put it out. And it's lots of things. It's ones that have um, hyphens in them or ones that have underscores in them or ones that have multiple periods in them or ones where if you are, um, you have your French and you have a accents in your name, but you're marketing to an English audience as well, not spending the time to buy a domain that has accents and also doesn't have accents, which is a biggie. And I want you to listen to this one if you're in Canada, because if you are a multi uh, bilingual business and you're serving both people, make sure you're buying a domain that also people who don't know the French keyboard can type in your name and they're going to find you. Because I guarantee most people who are English 
do not know how to find accents on their keyboard. We don't know what we're doing when it comes to a French keyboard. We do not know the shortcuts. So going and a great example would be my student, um, Helene Hebert. And Helene has her name, has, she has accents her name. So she has the domain in French with the accents and she has the domain in English and it points to the same website. But people can find her no matter where she is. So we go and we type it in as Helene Hebert or we say, go ahead and type it in Helene Hebert she's still there. So make sure you're spending the time to understand what your URL should be and you're buying the right one. And some good things to start off is Google it, like Google it first, because make sure nobody else has it before you try to go and buy it or make sure somebody doesn't have a domain version of it. Like if you want to be a .ca and then you go and see if someone has the .com and see what that business is. Because if you are like, hothouseflowers.ca and out there's a business called hothouseflowers.com and they might be in the adult entertainment space and you're actually selling hothouse tomatoes, you might want to think about what you're doing. You might want to be like, ah, this does not align. If people land on that, I might be in trouble. So think about it, Google it, say it out loud. That's another one. Like say it out loud because you have to be saying it constantly. Where am I? Where can I find you? Say your your domain. You're going to be over and over and over. So if it's something that's really difficult to say out loud or it's too long and people have absolutely no idea, they'll never remember it. And I've seen it. I see this lots in coaching where there's first name, last name, coaching, industry. Like it's this longest thing. And you look at it and you're like, pardon? And they're just going to move on because they never will remember it. And if they can't remember it, they're never going to, they won't type it in. Like it won't, just won't happen. They're going to remember the ones that are short and easy to find, easy to say, easy to remember. And you want to make sure that that's what you're aligning your domain with when you're choosing it. And then of course, understanding the difference between your .ca and your .com and your .net um, and really in your .org. And what's the right one for you? So spending time to say, you know, do I want to be known as a Canadian brand? Do I want to be a .ca? Do I want to be a .co? Do I want to be a .org, which really is geared towards nonprofits and charities? Do I want to be a .net, which is quite honestly super outdated and most people just don't use anymore? Or do I want to be a .com and can I get my .com? And once you do that, my last little piece of advice would be make sure you buy as many of them as possible and you point the rest of them to the one primary domain you want. So if you're going to run as a .com, buy your co, buy your your .ca as well, point them to the .com because that stops people from grabbing them. You some Your competition can't buy them. Somebody in a similar industry can't buy it. Uh, I've seen it. I've had it happen to clients and, and students where they've had their domains squatted on and it's like 6,000 bucks. You can have it back. So buy them all when you can and just choose the one that you want as your primary and point to that. It's just going to save you headaches down the, the line. And let's face it, you're going to be a big deal. So you might want to buy all that stuff. So always walk into your business thinking about the best case scenario and the big success that you are going to be, and then set yourself up to protect that success from the beginning. Buy all the stuff. It is worth the money. So five little things that I wanted to talk about today, just looking at missteps more than anything else. And 
spending some time thinking about things that maybe we don't think about, which really has to do a lot with that forward facing stuff. So it's like the little things, right? Like email addresses and domain names and what's my exchange going to be on the end of it? I'm going to be a .ca. Am I going to be a .com? What am I going to be? Who do I, who do I serve? You know, what do I solve? All of those pieces matter in your business planning, and they're all things that are going to lead you towards success and profit. And we are here to make money. We're not here to run hobby businesses. We're not here to run Instagram businesses. We are here to run businesses that impact us, impact the people we love, and make us money so we can do all the great things for our families. So a little bit for that. And if you're listening and you're new to business and you're trying to figure out like, am I doing it right? Have I got everything in place? Or you have an idea and you're not too sure what to do as the next steps, come join me inside of my business idea bootcamp. And you can go to janditchfield.co forward slash bootcamp. You'll spend 30 days with me. It's not really all 30 days. There's a lot of trainings, but there's a, they're quick and they're fast and you have time in between to work on stuff. But I'm going to run you through all the stuff you really need to know to blow your business idea up so you can take it to the next level so that you can make sure you're doing something that's going to be still here in a year's time, that you're doing something that's long lasting, impactful, and something you can be really, really proud of. So I hope to see you inside. Check it out. We start on September 14th. It's going to be amazing. And until next week, thank you so much for joining me. As always, I so appreciate you making me part of your day. And uh, I hope you keep working on making sure those things that you love are happening in your life and as you're making impact in the lives of the people around you. Until next week, I'll see you then.